Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the field. It go down. It go down in the field. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. everyone to the post match with uh, myself, Jared and Lawrence. Uh, we'll just get right into it then I think. Lads, what did you make of that second half? Um, Jared, we'll go to you first. I think we saw a lot of what we were asking for at half time and also pre-game so 
Um, I mentioned at halftime I wanted a bit more physicality, especially up front. So once Jack and Maccus come on, Ralston, and then Jens come on as well, it, um, you know, made it a little bit tougher there and for them and everything. Made my comment at halftime about uh, Cantwell be the only one of their guys who get a crack in our team or a chance. I retract that statement. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was just it was good to see. Like, it was a preseason game, so that's like you want to be seeing improvement from what we saw in the earlier preseason games to now. And yeah, I'm happy with that. Like, Jens can play a pass. Moy needs to actually be a bit tidier with some of his passes, and um, but that'll come, and off we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's funny you should say that about Cantwell because I was thinking the exact same as I was watching that. He was the one player I'd said before the game I was kind of looking forward to seeing. We both spoke about him a bit at half-time. And I don't know, he, just, um, he definitely didn't look as though he was the, was it, the £11 million player that he was supposed to be when I think he went to Bournemouth on the last season. They had an option to buy him for 11 which they refused. You can kind of see why they didn't take it up now. It was not a, not a vintage performance. Uh, Lawrence, what about you? Did you make it the second half? Listen, uh, it wasn't, you know, what is it Mr Hargett says, the, the rip-rolling, never-balling, free-scoring Glasgow Celtic. It certainly wasn't that. And uh, Jazz touched on it. We've got a couple of things we wanted to see. We wanted to see Moy get 15 minutes. We wanted to, to see maybe Ralston come on. We were wondering where Moy was, was going to play and how it would affect the cafe. We, what we didn't get was Kyogo and Giacomacus playing up front, but we get two number sixes on with a wee eye to Europe just to see how that would work. Gents, I thought, was what good a first half as Stephen Welsh had. I think Gents has put in a, a claim for the place against Aberdeen on that, you know, time they had on the part there. I thought, Gents, you can play a pass. I think first chance of that boy get in front of him, but after that, it looked tidy enough. I don't know why the boy didn't score. They, they get a, I don't look like Gents has got anything on it. Uh, Turnbull looked really good when he came on. Didn't go well. Uh, Abada looked sharp and lucky when he tried to curl in. At the end, uh, I think he should probably have left that one to, to Moy. And Moy coming on to the ball with a better chance of putting it away. Ralston, I think, showed a lot more drive and, and, and desire than, than Juranovic did. Uh, but, you know, it, it's 2-0. It's not a 5-1 I wanted. But it's pre-season. We didn't get anyone in injured. You know, and I think that centre-half looks like they've got a player. Yeah. Uh, you'll be disappointed, Lawrence. You didn't get your 3 nothing at half-time and you didn't get your 5 on at full-time. So what's going on there? Uh, maybe it's just what, what pre-season predictions don't count for much. <laughs> I think you went on the punt, Lawrence. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> oh, um, <coughs> excuse me. So I thought that was an interesting point that you made about um, Moy and McCarthy both being on at the same time and having the two number sixes. So yeah, we maybe didn't get to see the forward pairing that we wanted. Jack and Marcus Kyogo see, you know, what kind of issues they could have caused today. But it's an interesting point, I think, that Moy and McCarthy both been on two number sixes. Do you think that is something that Angel looked to do more of in the bigger games and in the Champions League this season? Play those two, maybe move McCarthy up one, because you can't ever see that McCarthy would be out of the team unless he's injured. Yeah, I, I, I can see him bring, bring that in. You know, if it's to close games out. Uh, Jared will know more of Andy's style in the past if it's something he's been able to do. 
the thing is both Moy McCarthy or sorry, all three, Moy McCarthy and McGregor can play either number six or can play further forward. So it keeps the team fairly fluid with, with those on, but it certainly have the two on at the same time we looked at, you know, we'd look more solid in games, but most impressive out of the midfield, probably Rio today, I think, you know. So yep. I think it's Callum and Rio. Is anyone else? Tumble looked okay. Probably Shades O'Reilly. Yeah, I think it's Callum and Rio and, and probably Tumble for next week. Yeah. But it was good to see that the two number sixes. It's, I mean, I've not watched that. You know, I've watched a season of Ange and YouTube clips of his teams, but Jared has got an encyclopedic knowledge of his teams and will be able to tell us about this two number six in Ange. So when he was, took over at Melbourne Victory over here in the A-League, he played a 4-2-2-2 system. So he had two oh, no, that was a John Barnes system, mate. You're giving me a nightmare. No, no, no. But the way he did it, and it was really odd, was he played the two sixes and then he had two, like, false nines. So playing his, like a left, like just either side of the box like that. And then he had wingers. So it was like four forward and it was like, Four back and it was just two midfielders. It was really odd the way it worked, but the the sixes were hitting diagonal balls to the wingers who were then playing the strikers in because they were offside most of the time on the diagonal ball and it worked. So that's a way of unlocking things in Europe when he wants to sit back in counter-attack. So maybe he was working on that. Is there anything that looked similar about it today? Yeah. It's an interesting setup. It's probably what he could use with us because we've got – Speed. Good wide players, you know, we've got speed on the wings, Maeda, Abada, who I thought was excellent when he came on today. Abada offered quite a lot. Um, I was trying to think, kind of looking forward to the game at the weekend against Aberdeen and what the starting team would be and just how today's subs might impact on that because I thought actually on the right-hand side, your combination of Ralston and um, Abada in the second half worked better than Juranovic and Yota. But who do you take out to accommodate them? Because you're not going to take Yota out of the team. Do you switch him to the left? But then Maeda, I thought, actually had a pretty decent game there as well. So I think there's a lot of questions that um, kind of this game's thrown up. I'm not sure what you guys thought about the subs coming on and if they've any of them have maybe played their way into the, the thinking of, of a starting 11 for next week. Yeah, I think uh, Stephen Welsh might not start next week. So I think that'd be a change out of back four. Yeah. I agree with that 100% as well, Lawrence. Like for me, we just look more settled defensively when we had Carter Vickers and Jens on together. Yeah, you know, he, did, he showed some decent passing. He's a bit taller, centre half, I'm not tall, I think Carter Vickers, Starfield, was six foot, as well as just under six foot. Not too sure, but uh, yeah, it definitely looked a bit more solid, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Juranovic, not his best day at the office, Tony gives a bit more drive. No, but I'd probably still go with Granovic at right back. Uh, left back, I think Taylor's kept his place. I don't, I don't think Bernabeu showed too much. A wee bit of a, a naughty late tack on a boy, but I don't think he, he showed a lot in that game that Greg Taylor's going to be that worried. Yeah, that's my first time really watching Bernabeu. I've missed you know, his appearances in the earlier pre-season games. Um, I must admit, I wasn't overly impressed by him as such. I don't think he's... I think as the game went on, you could see that Norwich were actually targeting the left-back area and a lot of their attacks were coming down the right. I think he's a... I think he looks like he could be a very 
offensive fullback and maybe not the the smartest defensively. He's the kind of player that could get caught out with the kind of ball over the top or angled one in behind him. But it was a winger, wasn't it? He's a he's a converted fullback because he started his career as a winger. So, so yeah. maybe that's showing up. Yeah, I <laughs> well, see that. Because he can definitely see that his, his thoughts are definitely to be getting forward. So, but potentially, and you've mentioned it with Jens, I think he looked um, he looks a very smart defender. So maybe if he comes in and, and has that left centre back position, being two foot even being able to use his left foot, he'll actually just be able to come and cover that space that's there. And if you've got a a Moy or a McCarthy, even McGregor, clever defensive midfield player can also just come in. And, and slot in at centre-back. But, yeah, I got a, got a few concerns about Bernabeu defensively. Going forward, look pretty decent, though. For me, I'll look at it quickly with Jens before I talk about Bernabeu. There's this comment here which sums it up perfectly for today. His distribution was impressive. I want to see how he deals with high balls in our box. It might be what we've needed to complement CCV. I agree with that 100%. Like, that was spot on with what my thoughts on him was today. But with Bernabeu, like, what I noticed was... When we signed him, the talk was, oh, he's a, he's good going forward, but not quite, a, quite as good defensively. So I look at that and go, okay, so how's that much different from Bolongoli? How's that much different from Christian Gamboa when we had him? We've always had those sort of players because we have a lot of the ball, but still you've got to do the defensive side of the game. And the Bernabe's problem was he got ragdolled, he got pushed off the ball into the wrong position. So then... The guys that should have been outside of him were inside of him when they received the ball, but then he managed to fight back to get back into position again. But you can't do that. If you're doing that in Europe, we're going to be conceding goals, especially in the Champions League. So, yeah, that's I'm going to give him some time. I'm not going to write him off. But for me, I'm like, he's young. He's coming into a new country, different language, different way of doing things. I'm not going to be one of those people who just writes him off after a couple of weeks because as – we always say on, on our podcast, if Henrik Larson debuted now, he'd be written off as well because he, he didn't hit the ground running. So I'm going to give him a bit of time. We've got options that can cover that position and bring him along. I'll judge him in six months' time. Yeah, I, I think Jens will, will come up a fixture in that defence before Bernabe. And it, listen, you, you maybe not want to change to at the same time anyway. You'd maybe best to come in. Get his partnership up with Cam Cam Vickers. He's got Taylor, who's solid enough on the on the outside of him. Yeah, it's been too free to give us a, a bit more balance, won't it? You know, to to you know a left foot centre half that can play with his left foot. It's uh, earth shattering and stuff. But yeah, so I think I think Jens has done enough to to probably start. Him. I wouldn't be surprised to see him start against Aberdeen. Maybe and would be you know and that's wouldn't be happy enough for him starting against Aberdeen. Yeah. Yeah, I think for him, my only concern about him starting against Aberdeen would be if he's match fit to play. Because um, I'm not sure how involved he was with Lorient in their pre-season up till now. But, you know, going in that what, half an hour that he got, he looks like there's a player in there, definitely. You say he looked, um, he wasn't really put under much pressure at times, but he was decent enough in the air. He was really composed with the ball on the ground. There's one of the attacks that I've um, noted down, I think it's the one Abada. In 70 minutes, his shot was just off target, but it's it's all starting from Jens picking the ball up and deep, kind of driving forward, playing that forward pass. And he's doing the things that 
we've not really had from a centre back for a while, and he just gives that balance of a, a left footer or someone comfortable with his left foot anyway in the back line. So definitely, and the left back, I've been a big turn, uh, big Turnbull fan, a big uh, Taylor fan for long enough. So if Bernabeu can just maybe work in training, getting his defensive aspects up a little bit, he'd be more than happy with Taylor in at left back. He's he's proven himself, I think, to be the first choice in that position going on. <coughs> and uh, I think to pick up on my little mistake of Taylor and Turnbull. Turnbull with his goal, has he played his way into the team for next week? Yeah, I, I'd say so. I mean, last season he was, until his injury, he played every, and picked him every game he was available, isn't he? So I, I think we're going to start, we're not going to drop Cal. On Rio's showing you end dropping Rio, so I think the third boy that starts in midfield next week on that show is Turnbull. Yeah. And what, what are we expecting from him this season, Turnbull? In that respect, as you say, he played every game last season until they got injured. Then he found it difficult to get back in the team, although I think he was only back for maybe the last month or so of the season, but he didn't really have a chance to get back in. Do you think he'll be be the starter over O'Reilly, or do you think it's kind of those two will rotate in and out? As we said pre-game, you're going to have a squad of 18 players or something like that who will you know, be rotated in and out and we won't lose anything. So... Um, yeah, for me, I said about two or three weeks before the end of the season, before it was announced, either Turnbull or Rogic wouldn't be at the club this season because I didn't think those two could play together. O'Reilly and Turnbull can play together, so we can rotate them. That's fine. So I don't know. Like Turnbull, as you said, he played a lot of football. He was good until he got injured. When he came back, though, he was like taking two, three, four touches. At that point, we've moved on to one-touch football. So I still think probably O'Reilly will will start next week. But I wouldn't be... But if it is Turnbull, I'm not going to be upset about it. Yeah, I, I think that's kind of the, the perfect point. And you see, you did make it at the start. We've got this squad now of players that we can rotate in and out and there will be players that will come in, come out, and it's not going to lower the quality of the team. But if you look back to this point, Last year, it's it's night and day, isn't it? I mean, you were sitting there playing Adam Montgomery last year thinking, hey, we're going to have to talk him up because he might be the next... He might actually have to play a regular run of games in the team. Now, thankfully, you know we're in a position where actually if we're taking someone out, it's almost like for like, high quality for high quality coming in. Yeah, I think I think we've touched that a few times in games, you know, from your midfield three and your front three, fighting them. They're going to expect to change during that game. So, yeah, I mean, if Turnbull doesn't start, I'd expect to see him at Corner Park sometime next week. But on today's show, we will be starting in front of Riley. What we're going to get from David Turnbull? Goals. Uh, I think a bit of frustration at times because sometimes I think he sees the right pass and doesn't play it. But, you know, he's still a young player. You know, we, we need, you know, we need to give him time to develop. Yeah, but, yeah, I, I think... Big season for Turnbull this season. Obviously, there's rumoured interest from from West Ham, so yeah, we're looking for him to step up. But I suppose O'Reilly's got to look at Turnbull's showing today and going right. I've asked slip now. You know, I thought I was maybe going to be be starting, but 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 after David comes on and uh, puts one away and has a decent showing, maybe not so sure at the start. 
I thought Moy looked a wee bit rusty. I know Jared says his distribution was a bit loose at times, wasn't it? And I, I, I don't think he, he just looked a bit rusty there. But yep. yeah, mid- midfield, it was just interesting to finish with both the number six. You're thinking it as a Ange just want to have a wee look, but. I don't see four two two two. I mean that, that is John Barnes and we, we can't be doing that. Gosh, yeah, I remember when that one came out, John Barnes with his four two 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 and he was telling us it was because was it Mario Zagallo's Brazil team used to play it? And we were well, we, we were not at that level at that time. FIFA had something and said this is the perfect formation, you know. And, and I think the Brazil team had Roberto Carlos at that time at, at, yeah. at left back. Can't remember the right back, but I'm pretty sure full backs were Roberto Carlos levels to up and down the park. I mean, did, did he even try Stan at right back at one point? I can't, I can't remember. Yeah, I think he did. I think when he first came in, that's who he was playing him. Aye. Young lad from Bulgaria, didn't know the language, getting played out of position, and everyone's wondering why he couldn't settle in. Yeah, it was a four two two two. Yeah, hopefully we're not seeing it too much in the SPFL. If we're needing two number sixes, hopefully that's something we're only going to need yeah, in Champions League. But yes. you know, it, it, it was an easy enough game. You know, but a stroll could could the players show a wee bit more desire? Some of them, but I thought you know, Anthony Ralston absolutely showed the desire when he came on. He, he really drove his own, didn't he? Yeah, so, I, thought, I thought. Sorry, Jared, then you go. I was going to say we got some comments to go through. If you boys want want us to do that, or just keep talking. Yeah, stick a few on. There's a good good conversations going on there in the comments. So I'm like, we've got to go through them. So Craig M said, if we're going to go wide as often, we should probably start GG. Yeah, we, we touched that first half. I, I didn't think Kyogo was leading the line as, as well as Yakamakis can, and I, I think he caused a knowledge more problems than Kyogo had and you know he'll thrive in balls just not in the box you know he's a famous one touch finisher yeah the Marcus, isn't he <laughs> perhaps not today but <laughs> you know when it the only potential change to starting 11 I would make Ralston in for JJ but happy with either really yeah I'd, um, I'd, I'd be happy with Ralston starting ahead of Yaranovic next week as well um, I thought Yaranovic just looked off it a little bit today. Um, the last couple of friendlies, I think the last three, he hasn't really looked with it. Since the yeah. Panic Strava game, I haven't seen, he hasn't seemed with it. No, no, he's not. He's um, His forward play's not been as, as creative as, he's not a den product as normal, although I think he did set up the goal today, so that's, you know, you can always fire that one back at me. But uh, other than that, like, he didn't really do that much. Defensively, he got caught out and I thought he was poor in the first half in Rashida or Rashika, sorry, cut inside a couple of times and created a bit of issues. And Ralston's just, you know, for, for a joke figure a year ago, he's now a really solid, dependable guy that you just think, if you put him in the team, he's not going to do anything flashy, but he's not going to let you down either. And he does have that in his armory that he could just, he can do something every now and again. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. 
Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas. Visit cox.com slash internet for details. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. So I wouldn't be too disappointed if Ralston started. Um, yeah, probably my other change is the one um, kind of Lawrence has suggested. You bring Jens in at centre-back if he's fit enough to play. If he can last 60, 70 minutes without any issues, you'd get him in because he looks like he could be a real find. We'll go to this comment here now. So Ronnie Pickering... Begins looks an upgrade on Julian. Yep. Then Ronnie I think I know who he is. Got a few others here. So Bob J friendlies and not anything like SPFL. Far more physical next week and low low block for most of the season. So then we've got AJS T Tech. I thought our squad depth helped us win that game today. I mean, we're, we're not, no, he's re- never really troubled with this, does he? I think Hart, Hart won decent save. You know, from, I say, but with his space as well. Yeah, yeah, I thought Hart made a few decent saves, actually, in that second half. There was the one off his face, and there was another couple. Uh, and for all it being a pre-season game and all that, I would say it did still kind of highlight some of our defensive deficiencies, and I thought a lot of them did actually come through Bernabeu because... He is more of an offensive player. That will come through the season, though, once everyone gets back up to speed and once all those connections and communications are back up and running within the team. But uh, I, I thought, actually, for them not being that great, they did create a couple of chances, but they all came down that one side. So if Taylor's in there, that doesn't happen the same. And you you know that come next week, everyone's going to step it up a level anyway because that's when it up when it all really matters. And Ange just won't let them get away with anything half-assed. Yep. We got this one from Danny Riley. Turnbull, O'Reilly, Hattati, McGregor, pick any three and we'll be fine. Listen, I, I think McGregor still still starts. The, it's the other two positions that are up. But after Rio today, yep. you know, I, I think there's maybe only one position really up for grabs. It's McGregor and Rio now. And yeah, it, it's one position. But two more comments here for you. So, Craig M, we're maybe one or two players away from being a really good team. Um, I think we're already a really good team in our league. Now, are we talking about Europe or are we talking about our league? Listen, can I... Yeah, I have been a couple of nights Gordon Strapp was speaking. He said, you know, two last 16 finishes, but, but, but Chris Sutton was touching on it last night. You know, so I can get to last 16 places in the, in the Champions League. And, you know, when you look at his defenders, McManus and Nicole, when they set half him, I think if the manager gets them drilled well, you, you, you know, we can do well. I think we've got a decent team. Some of the players like, like Bernabeu is going to just take a wee bit of time to, to bed in. Uh, but I'm overly worried. I've got Greg Taylor there who, you know, Bernabeu's got to get the jersey off. First, he's not walking in. Yes. Definitely that player, Matt. So a lot more happy at centre half now that you've got Camacat, Vickers, Starfield, Jens, and Welsh because I think Julian's time's done. But uh, after that, Sean, we, we look over there. Ralston and Juranovic, 
you know, Tony's just not going to give up, is he? <laughs> you know, he's just not. So if he starts next week, you know, nobody can play. And going forward, we're pretty decent up front. Mm-hmm. Last yeah. one of the comments I wanted to bring up, sorry, Kevin, is yeah. this one here. Edward Diver, you can see progress from the same time last year, 100%. What are your thoughts on that? <laughs> it's at least 100% times, <laughs> you know, the progress we've made. God, this is, because um, I've been thinking about this for a while and coming on the show and being that this is the, this is actually, I'll be completely honest, it's the first of the preseason games that I've sat down and watched the full 90 minutes of. The rest of them this time, I've kind of I've jumped in and out. I've watched bits of every single game, but I haven't sat down and watched them all because I've been really relaxed about it. Every other preseason for the last decade or so, we've been preparing for Champions League qualifiers or something like that, and we've been trying to build a team and put something together, and it's been an anxious time. And this time, I've thought, you know, we've got a settled manager, we've got a settled team. He's signed the two big players that he wanted straight away. He's added in another couple of players. I still think, I agree with was it Craig M's comment, that we're probably one or two signings away from being a good European-level team. We've got enough that, to go in and, I think, win the league again this season domestically. Um, but, yeah, the, this whole the improvement that we've made from this point last year, I've just been so relaxed about the whole summer, which has been quite unsettling, actually, when you think about it, because that's not how it should be as a Celtic fan. It's not what we're used to. But yeah, it's uh, staggering the the levels of where we were to where we are now. There's a thing you say, kind of, you know, a couple of players away from being a, a good team. You know, it's, it's, it's where are we going to strengthen? Have we spent our money? You know, is it going to be loan players? But, because we've got players in there, haven't we? You know, we've got competition for places. And, I thought it was really more or less a stroll against Norwich today. Well, we're you know, far away from playing our best. Never thought we were in danger of losing against Norwich, which, you know, it's always nice to be in that position. Uh, you know, another clean sheet for the defence. But who would you bring in now? It's the thing, you, you know, at left back, you could tell him Bernard, but you're not going to bring in another left back. You're not going to bring, you know, Juranovic and, and Ralston, you're not replacing them there. So, Seagrass is just in a, a, a keeper. You're going to change there. So, and you still get, I think, a Yeti and, and Julian in the building throwing big wages. And that's what I was going to say there, Lawrence. Like for me, yeah, every manager always wants one or two more players. Always. doesn't matter how much business is done. I'll always want one or two more. But it's who can you get that's affordable? Who can you get that's going to come in and strengthen not just your squad but your first team? And we also need to move guys out before we can bring him in, like, Julian and a Yeti need to go before we can even look at signing a third striker to develop or another centre-back? Or do we bring Dane Murray up and develop him over the course of the season once he's better back from his injury and just save wages there? Who knows? I really can't see us going out and signing two players until those guys leave. Yeah, definitely. I, I think that's the case. And even if we do, I think it's going to be we're going to be looking at loan deals because if those boys leave, it's going to be beyond loan deals, isn't it? So you've still got commitment somewhere to the wages down the line part of this season. And if the loan doesn't work, work out when they return, so Julian, yep. because he's got a year where a year's option left, isn't he? So yeah, but both of them, I think, best for all parties if they if they move on 
free ups and wages for us. And yeah, if we do that, you never know. We might have a Robbie Robbie Keane situation. Transfer deadline night, gathered outside Celtic Park, waiting for unveiling off. Maybe. It's been a few That's years great. since we've had that marquee signing and, and transfer deadline day, so maybe this will be the one. But. There's your marquee one, just bringing Larson on a phrase, screw it. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of pressure on Jordan. I mean, he certainly knows that the Celtic strolled about enough in uh, days we've won the league in the past, has anybody's dad just to bring him on the pitch? So, but a lot. Uh, Larson name at Celtic. What would they give us? It can play across the front three. You know, he's a goal. He's a goal scorer. So I suppose it depends how much wages he'd want, and it's got to have a chat with Ange. What's his chance of getting in the team? Yeah, Kroog exactly. and Mar- Marcus there in front of him. So any straight like Harps and talk about this, he had to chat with Neil and and Larson up front. That's when we played two strikers. Saying, how am I going to break that partnership? What's my chance going to be? And you know what I mean? We had to give him the chance. He's going, don't worry, you will get a chance. If you're playing one striker, we've got two fairly decent ones. Whoever you're bringing in, you've got to kind of... It's a hard sell. Yeah, they've got to say, well, I'm going to get some minutes. And if you're saying that today, what's Craig Hogo or Yakimaka saying? Well, wait a minute, boss. What have I been doing wrong that all of a sudden you're bringing somebody in, in front of me or yep. promising them minutes? But... I think it's all kind of ifs and buts and maybe until we get Julian and maybe a Yeti off the wage bill then we can maybe look at a couple of loan deals. So there's a couple of comments I want to bring up. There's one from Marco Ross. He says, Jared, tell your Moyes story. So I told this story on this week's Soak Down Under podcast. So I can tell you if you want to hear it or... Go for it, mate. Go for it. So... Aaron Moy, St Mirren came back to Western Sydney Wanderers. Then he signed with Melbourne City. So my, young, my older brother's a Melbourne City season ticket holder and they're playing in the FFA Cup, so like the the Cup game over here. So I went to this local game against Heidelberg. A couple of minutes into the game, Moy runs over, take the corner right in front of where I was just at a, you know, the local park sort of thing. As he's run over, I'm just giving it to him. You're rubbish. You couldn't cut it at St Mirren, blah, 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 just... Stirred him up a bit like that. He just looks over at me, puts the ball down, goes, puts the cross in, bang, header, goal. Looks at me, blows me a kiss, runs off to celebrate. Very quiet guy, does that. Ten or so minutes later, corner again from in front of us because there's one on the other side, then one in the house. I'm going to give him some more. Give him a bit more lip. Puts it down, looks over, grins, puts another cross in, another goal. He just looked over at me, just like giving me a, like a thumbs up, we're waving and ran off to celebrate. Third time he's run over, I looked at him and looked, mm, yeah, okay, noted. <laughs> I said that to him. <laughs> he's just started, he just laughed and kept playing. But it's one of those things where, you know, you do that, you give him a bit of trouble. But I like the way that he took it and then he just like subtle little jab back at you, like blow your kiss, give you a wave, whatever. And then it's just like, you know, and he just ignores it. He doesn't say much. He sounds so softly spoken. But then you get him on that and, um, yeah, boy, can he hit a free kick or a, a corner. That's all I've got to say. So we've got another guy who can do that. That's what I wanted to 
the whole point of the story is he's good over a dead ball from a corner. But yeah, it was just great to give him a bit of a give him a bit of lip and see that he's got a bit about him like that. So I apologise, Heidelberg fans, for getting their team kicked out of the cup due to his his crosses coming in. So third of September, mate, are you flying over uh, to give him a bit of lip during that game? Nah, I don't know. <laughs> mate, it, it, it's, it's us versus Safeco. Fly over, give him a bit of lip, get me to drop the ball and big Yancey's head. Couple of goals. It's got to be worth the airfare. Yeah, but, you know, it's more than likely looking like February. I'll probably be over that way, so... Oh, happy days, mate. Good fun. Got one other thing here from Jungle Lion. Name the Sunday team. Heart, no suggest. Uh, I'm no surprise, Taylor. I'm going to stick with Juranovic, although I think, you know, it's, it's a close one. And I, I would go with Kamakata Vickers, Jens, McGregor, Rio, Turnbull, Maeda Yota, and I would start with Yakimakis up front. Okay. Um, Joe Hart. I mean, that's a, that's a no-brainer. Back four, I'd, um, based on today, I'd go with Ralston at right-back, Carter Vickers, Taylor's left-back, and then the other centre-back, it's Jens if he's fit to play, as I said, 60, 70 minutes. Uh, otherwise, Welsh. But I think Jens long-term. McGregor, Hattati, Turnbull, because he's, he's he put in a pretty decent shift when he came on and got the goal. And up front, I would have... Uh, I'd have my, my favourite trio, then we'd have Jota, Kyogo and Jack and Marquez. I'd let Jota and Kyogo just do what they want, switch sides, you know, run run about wreak havoc. Yeah, for me to be, obviously it's hard in goals. Um, yeah, Taylor, I want, I want Jens in, but I think Angel go with with Welsh. And Carter Vickers, just because he's been in the door longer. But and then I want Ralston at right back, um, midfield. Kelmac, Atade, O'Reilly up front. I want Maeda, Jack and Macca Sabata. Sabata's a good No Jota. Find that brilliant. I mean, play the numbers, but 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 no Jota. The big money signing. Yeah. Time will tell. I'm a massive fan. Sorry, I'll just um, I, I do not apologise actually for liking Abada's game. <laughs> no, you, you're going to see him at some point next week, aren't you? I mean, that's the thing. We generally yeah. change five out of the front six, so he's going to get minutes. He's he's the player we didn't talk about today, either before the game at halftime or or now. And uh, he was one of the I think he was one of our star players last season. We can talk about Ralston being the most improved, but. Abada must have been up there as being kind of the young player of the year for us because and I'm the same with Jared. I love the way he plays the game. I love that he's that direct. The goal that he scored against Rangers in the 3 nothing game, that was just summed him up. That run from out to in on the blind side of the defender, he does it so often. And he's, he scored a few big goals for us last season as well, outside of that one. So, you know, he's not, he's not a bad shout to have in that team. Big Chris Sutton was talking about. Now go on, Lawrence. You see, Chris Sutton was uh, just saying, you know, what player, what stats, what he gives to the team. I mean, it was, it's funny you mentioned because we've got, I think, £23 million winger 
going into last year's contract to you know someone like three assists last year. And when you look at that compared to a badder, mm-hmm. it's scary, isn't it? But I think you'll get mi- get minutes without doubt. Uh, but I think we'll start with, with, with Jota, but I think yeah, a badder will come on. But either way, if you start with a badder, I think Jota's going to come on at some point and replace him. No, reason, no, the reason, guaranteed 90 minutes. The reason I said that three was because, okay, we're playing Aberdeen. Their starting left centre-back can't play against us in Liam Scales because he's our player. So straight away, they're going to be a bit weaker in their centre-back pairing. So you put your big target man who's a bit physical in there, and then you have two wingers who are really direct, and I'll just go at the – we'll just attack in as well. What are they going to do? Are the two centre-backs going to come to the physical guy or are they going to have to sag off and cover the runs in behind? That's Pick your poison, basically. We'll see. I, I, I think Yota eh, cutting in and running them. They're not going to like it. Either way, we should, have enough, we should have enough to beat Aberdeen, whether it's Abada or Yota, you know, Maeda, whoever's coming off the wings, we should be, uh, it should terrify them, shouldn't it? Absolutely. Nice. So what's um now we've had the teams, what's the prediction for next week? And what's uh what's the prediction for the season ahead? Oh, I, I we do feelless predictions on our podcast, so that's gonna be happening this week. But yeah, I'll I'll give my um I'm saying Joe Hart's gonna score a goal this season. There you go. <laughs> yeah, it I'm, could be I'm, an own goal, but it's still gonna score a goal. Uh, I think it's more likely Joe Hart's going to get lobbed from about 50 yards this season. But, um... I, I, I'm going to say Rio for player of the season. I think he's going to be absolutely standing now to the rest. I think he's going to light up not just this league, but Champions League. I think he's going to have a crack in Champions League. So that's my, my big prediction. Saturday, I, I think we'll win 3 or 4 now. I think we, we will cruise it against Jim Goodwin who will come apart at the bus. But Ange Ball, as it says on the T-shirt, available from the penalty spot in Salt Street, will uh, pay dividends and we will crush them three or four now. Yeah, I was going to say 4-1's my prediction because I, I think Ramirez will score for them if he's fit and playing. And then, um, yeah, we'll just... He, he is himself. a decent striker, isn't he? Ramirez, yeah. Yeah, you know. Uh, I'm surprised they, they, they kept a hold of him. But, but, but there you go. Yeah. Yeah, I'll keep the positivity up in the scoreline. I think we'll win by a couple as well. I think they've signed a couple of decent players. Actually, the boys they've signed in from MTK over here are both decent. But you'd like to think they will be strong enough and we'll win by a couple. And then, yeah, Hatate for player of the year. Good shout, Lawrence. I think he's been really impressive in pre-season. And let's go knockout football in one of the top two European competitions. Listen, last 16 Champions League, you know, if Gordon Strachan can do it with Stephen McManus and Gary Colwell, I am more than confident Ange Postacoglu can do it. With Cameron Cart-Vickers, and I'm actually going to say Jens is going to take, become the, his partner. And that will be a long-term partnership at the back. And tell you what, if Jens starts, I fancy to get a, a, a goal against Aberdeen at the weekend as well. Because we'll have a better threat from corners. I don't think Aberdeen will be used to pick him up. Yeah, it's touched on it. You know, they, they won't have a start and centre halves. I'm going to put uh, at least 50 pence on that in the bookies. 
Uh, so let's hope you get better luck next week than you did with your predictions today. <laughs> I generally do, mate, when it's league games. So. Uh, only get it right when it matters. That's the main thing. As long as Celtic get it right when it matters, mate. That's the one, yes. <laughs> so, right. cracking show today, guys. Jared? It's been good to, uh, you know, Put the put the two shows together for the match day today. Soaked down under podcast and Axon working together to cover the match. I loved it. It was great. So um, everyone subscribe to both our YouTube channel and Axoms. Follow everyone on Twitter, Facebook, both got groups. Get involved in all the social media for both Soaked Down Under and also with Axom. And let's work together because we're a great big Celtic family. And cheers to a good season ahead. Hail, hail. Hail, hail. Nice one. Cheers. Hail, hail. phone companies say they offer home internet but if their internet comes from a cell phone network you should know it's just phone internet not home internet keep your home up to speed with cox cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5g home internet cox is the real home internet you're looking for Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. It's the Marketer's Report. This week, Patrizia Spagnoletto, Global Chief Marketing Officer, Direct to Consumer for Warner Brothers Discovery, weighs in on the difficult task of building and retaining consumer trust. Trust is a really hard thing to build and a really easy thing to destroy. And we have to be very respectful about that. Our partnership with iHeart has really helped us build that trust and that relationship with the on-air talent. The best thing for us to do is to build a relationship with our consumers. And if those consumers have a relationship with the DJs that are on air, then we want to build on that. House of the Dragon, which was one of our most successful, if not the most successful campaign we've ever done for a show, audio is a core part of that. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. Not just a media company, iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.